Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, a little notify bell next to it to make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. Of course, this is Matt Chat. This is the show where we go to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Look at the patrons who are at $20 a month and up, those awesome patrons supporting Going In Raw, and we get them to send us some video questions that yeah, we can talk right. about right here on Matt Chat. It's a big, big week coming up for wrestling, man. That it is, that it is. AEW, NXT head-to-head. New SmackDown on Fox. Oh, boy. Impact of some sort is happening They're on, on Axis. now. But it's on Axis. How many homes is Axis actually in? More than the Pursuit Channel. Yeah, but by how much? Anyways, uh, good stuff. Well, if New Japan got to and was getting 200,000, well, speculated. NXT UK is on, uh, on uh, Thursdays now on the network. Yeah, that's big, All too. All sorts of shows shuffling around. There's wrestling every weekday for you. If you so want to watch wrestling every weekday now. Except for Tuesdays. There's impact oh, on yeah, Tuesdays. Impact. That's right, yeah. My goodness gracious. But if you don't have access, you can't watch it. If you don't have access to access. I don't have access to access. I don't either. Anyways, uh, what do we got up first, man? Patrick Sparks, B-Man. All right, let's see what he has to say. Hey, friendos, Pat here. All right, we're in for one big week of wrestling this week. Got the season premiere of Raw. Got uh, NXT going live two hours, finally. Going head-to-head with AEW. And then Friday, we have... The return of Friday Night Smackdown, only this time on Fox. So, the question is, what's going to be the most shocking moment out of all of those? And what do you think will get people to pop the most? And who's going to steal the light? What do you guys think? And a little bonus question, who gets higher ratings? AEW or NXT? Thanks, Rendos. Bye. Thank you, B-Man. Thank you, B-Man. All right, I'll go first. Uh, the most shocking moment of wrestling next week. So here's the thing. It, I, I missed it. Did it. Was he talking about the entire week? The entire week. Okay, we're not just uh, uh, saying Wednesdays. Okay. No, no, the entire week. But I feel like Wednesday is probably because like Monday, what's happening Monday? Season Mirror Raw. Yeah, but what uh, Cedric, they just announced Cedric versus AJ. That's going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised if Cedric won. Wouldn't be surprised if AJ retained. 
uh, Friday, everybody expects maybe the most carry on. We got Brock so taking on Kofi. You got to take a look at expectations. A title is going to change somewhere somehow. If a title, not multiple. A title is going to change on. Let's see. NXT right now has three titles up for grabs: the tag titles, the men's title, and the women's title. Mm-hmm. There's no word right now on the North American title, but who knows? They could put that up too. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. All the titles almost are all on NXT. Could be. Uh, so you have the prospect of uh, Adam Cole dropping into Matt Riddle. I don't mm-hmm. see that happening. Mm-hmm. The prospect of Shayna Baszler dropping to Candice LeRae. That's probably a bit more likely, even though they haven't built anything with Candice. And I think you're right. You, Loshari is probably going to interfere in that one. And then you've got uh, the tag titles. Eh, I don't really see that happening. Redragon versus Street Profits. Yeah. Uh, over there on SmackDown, Kofi is probably going to lose to Brock. What would be even more shocking? would be Kofi beating Brock cleanly on the debut episode. Oh, I didn't know you had that changed. I thought you would answer. change that to the Matt Riddle, Adam I Cole thing. I have. I changed it to that. Okay. Well, that's my shoot answer is Kofi beating Brock. All right. That's my answer, too. I did have uh, Matt Riddle being Adam Cole. Cause I thought it would be that was, you wrote that down, and I started writing my answers in, and then I changed it on the fly without knowing that you would oh, change okay, your answer. I had just changed it because when okay. I thought of – Kofi versus Brock. I said no. The most I thought the most shocking thing would be Brock losing to Kofi clean. That would be absolutely the most shocking that's thing. That's also the least likely of all these things to happen. Yeah, that's happen, why it's right? the most shocking. Yeah. Um, initially, I had Matt Riddle beating Adam Cole just because Adam Cole he hasn't been champion that long and Spear just got all the gold. Uh, yeah, that would have been second most shocking, maybe. Or, yeah. Or undisputed era losing all the gold on the premiere. Yeah. Two-hour premiere. That would be yeah. shocking. But no, if Kofi beats Brock clean on the first episode of SmackDown on Fox, that would be the most shocking. That would be insanely shocking. And I don't think anything comes close to that. Maybe that's why he was so cavalier Maybe. on in on Raw it's or okay. on SmackDown. It's all predetermined. I know the result of the match that's happening uh, next week. He said, yeah, no, they told me that that's a lock. They want something shocking, and me beating Brock is shocking. So I'm, I'm good. I'm yeah, good to it's go. It's all good. Until Vince changes his mind at the last minute. Exactly. Are you kidding me, Brock? Yeah, Brock. He makes all the money. You're a B-plus player. And then Patrick asks, uh, between AEW and XT week one, who wins the ratings? I say AEW. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I think Here's the thing. We haven't seen what AEW looks like. Mm-mm. And I think people really want to see what it There's looks gonna like. There's going to be a curiosity factor. Yeah. yeah. NXT more or less looked the same. We've seen that before. Yeah. Like the cameras might have been a little different, but the presentation, apart from a, a, a modest graphic upgrade, more or less the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Who's More next? or less the same thing. Who's next? Who's next? Uh, next, Gatlin T. Hmm. This is the Firefly Funhouse. This is the newest puppet, Gatlin T. And I've been thinking a lot about this Wednesday Night War thing, kind of. And But I've been looking at it from a different angle, which is what company is going to be the ECW version uh, now? Could it be Ring of Honor? Could it be New Japan? Could it be Impact? And think about how ECW happened and where it went and how it ended. Thank you, guys. Too sweet and a hearty handshake. Thank you, Gatlin T. Thank you, Gatlin T. Well, I, first of all, I'll preface with this. I don't know if the wrestling landscape is such that a company could come in and be like an ECW. I think if any company could have, if the expectations weren't already sky high, it probably would be all elite. Because well, they're the new company, they're the insurgent trying to make uh, headway with their own unique vision of what wrestling is and can be. I guess we need to define the parameters of what ECW and who is the new ECW. What would that mean? ECW um, was a company where it was sort of the cool company. I mean, WWF was cool at the time, but they were like 
you know, no, like w- you said, w- upstart. WWF wasn't cool in 1995, 1996 when ECW really. Oh, I, I meant during the attitude era. I meant during the attitude era when WWF started ripping off ECW, becoming cool. Yeah, basically. Yes. Yeah. So essentially, let's say this: What company in three to five years will WWE be ripping off to to make a better product? Well, they're already ripping off New Japan. I mean, they they try to take anybody they can from New Japan. They've been doing that for a little while. And that's why that's my my answer is firmly New Japan, because they do really cool stuff. WWF is always trying to steal their guys away. Uh, they are on a channel which gets. I mean, here's the big the big difference. Obviously, is that New Japan is not going to go out of business. ECW seemingly was always on the verge of going out of business. Wrestlers weren't getting paid. Paul Heyman ended up owing a bunch of people money. But in terms of, you know, the the perception out there for the fans, New Japan is cool. And ECW, simply put, was cool. And that's what people gravitated towards. When I saw ECW for the first time, I saw wrestling that I didn't think could, I didn't know was possible. Rob Van Dam and Sabu doing their thing. It's New Japan. I feel like New Japan's already very familiar with uh, with uh, uh, a lot of wrestling fans here in the states. Not that my answer is it, but uh, I don't know that as far as that newness factor. That's what I mean. I don't know if there's anything unless like CZW gets like a, a TV deal or something outrageous like that. Mm-hmm, sure. Um, and then people's like, oh, deathmatch wrestling, hooray! Well, no, you bring up a good point. You bring up a good point because this landscape today is vastly different. Uh-huh. Like if ECW was a thing that just started up today. It wouldn't be on TV. They wouldn't have, like, TV wouldn't be the thing. Well, not only that is that, you know, thanks to internet, YouTube, uh, it's so much easier to get. Like, in, in 97, 98, when I first heard about ECW, I couldn't watch it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't available here. Mm-hmm. It wasn't on YouTube. There was no YouTube. Nowadays, like, any wrestling you're curious about in the least, you can go and find it somewhere online. You can watch it. I think maybe the best answer here would be, now that I think about it, would probably be MLW. Let's say, because MLW for a while now has sort of been under the radar. They do really good stuff, but like, you know, I mean, plenty of people know what they are, but not as many people have really had experience with them as like New Japan or Impact Mm -hmm, even. mm -hmm. If MLW, like, you know how ECW, like they would just strike, like something really cool would happen there. If MLW does something like this really cool and everybody started paying attention. Loki, Shivan, Conan. If it, I mean, if that doesn't do it, I don't know what would. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My answer is lame, and a lot of things got to happen, I think, to make it happen. I'm going to go with Impact. They got the roster for it. I don't know if they have the creative minds behind it. They definitely don't have the, 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 the branding behind it. because Who's producing their TV now? That's, that's part of the thing, though, because Kevin Sullivan was very good at a very particular brand of production. It's very slick, but he could, you know, he could, he could, he could do the handheld thing. Like the stuff between uh, uh, LAX and... Um, What's her name escaped me? The other faction they were feuding with when uh, what's his when someone got ran over. Oh, oh, the OGs. OGs, thank you. Um, but if if Impact Impact can uh, buy Ring of Honor, start using their name uh, now that the entire production staff is gone, uh, find a way to rebrand visually their product to make it different than anything else that's going on out there. Maybe bring back the fly in the wall stuff because that was really cool. Uh, Kevin Sullivan was very good. But it, in terms of how the TV show itself was produced, it was it looked good, but it didn't look too far different than anything else that was on wrestling TV. Um, take this as an opportunity to, I don't know about reinvent the wheel, but try something different. Find a visual language that's different for wrestling. While ECW didn't actually do that in terms of how they photographed the matches, uh, they definitely did in terms of how they handled the promos at the end of the show every time. 
where it was like the lighting situation was usually garbage. Uh, it was just someone there hand, holding a camera. Um, very often it was out back of the ECW arena with a single spot, probably on camera that was mounted there and Heyman would direct people. Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. Just find a unique visual language for your product. Uh, that'll give you a head up, heads up on the competition. They got the roster. They got the quality of matches going on there. Uh, they take chances. Their creative is decent. Their creative can be decent if it's more consistent and starts uh, getting eyeballs on it. Now they're actually on a station that apparently a lot of people have access to, not us, but a lot of people do. Uh, you got the makings there potentially of something really good. However, uh, they got to start treating some of their talent better. They got to start having at least balls of water to shoot. Yeah, that'd be nice. And they got to actually start uh, letting Killer Cross make money. Yeah, that'd be good. There's too. some public relations issues they got to deal with. Yeah. Including the name of the company. Yeah. That that needs to be got rid of. Oh, you think they should get rid of Impact? Yeah. That's that's a huge, 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 huge dark cloud hanging over the company. Just the fact that it's... it's I don't know, man. It's a relic of a time that's... I don't, he, okay, let, let me ask you this then. So let's say they rebrand to... Give them a name. Oh, shit, I don't know. Uh, shit, I don't know wrestling. Okay, perfect. That's Light good. profanity wrestling. Light profanity LPW. wrestling. LPW. LPW, okay. LPW... Brand new day. We get a new graphic. Things look cool. And then three months down the line, I don't know. They do something crappy to another. They they you know they do something else crappy to Killer Cross. Or they there's another wrestler who has an even more egregious issue with them. The branding of the name ain't gonna matter. We people were totally on board with Impact as long as they were good to their wrestlers, put on good matches, put on good shows, well, and did good things. They were good, good with things. Impact to a degree. I mean, it still didn't boost their ratings. It still didn't give them a TV deal that was put their product in front of people. For a spell, when they were interesting, it boosted their ratings. And you can only do so much with uh, a short-term boost, but they had they were able to build some buzz. What they, and they need had to do is a complete repackage of the entire product. And I understand one public relations disaster would be like, well, Impact's going to be Impact. But if, if you give the whole thing a fresh coat of paint, you put that world title on Sammy Callahan. You emphasize him what he does well, which is crazy banana stuff. Make that the focus of the company, uh, and and then, then as long as you do right by your talents and do uh, put forth an interesting product, you, week by week, month by month, you could put that old impact behind you. You think they'd know that? <laughs> Just do right by your talent. Man. I know that's the first and foremost. That's do right by your do. talent. I gotta do. Do right by your talent. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. 
when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Next, we got a question from Christopher Rampersaw. Take it away, Christopher. Hello, Stephen Larson. So my question is, after AEW NXT go head-to-head live, who do you think will end up with more hype at the end of the night? Like, who do you think will win overall? Thank you, Christopher. Thank I sort you, of stole that first answer from you. The, so you right, go first fine. here. Uh, I think heading into this week, AEW is probably going to have more hype. But I think after the first half, episode just i'm looking at the cards the cards of each show mm-hmm. nxt's got every title on the line you know they're gonna do something to get some buzz going they gotta do something they will i'm not saying they will do something solely reactionary it'll, it'll be something that falls in place in terms of the story that they're telling but they're gonna do something to get some buzz going for themselves not necessarily mean something shocking like put the belt on matt riddle well whatever they do with uh champa when he returns because i think that's supposed to be the yeah Episode. Yeah, something something huge is going to happen in this episode of NXT. I'm looking at the card for the first episode of AEW. There's some good matches. You got Cody, Sammy Guevara. You got uh, Hangman Page and Pac. You got Riho versus Nyla Rose, tournament the first women's champion. You got the six-man tag match, which will be the main event, Jericho, Mystery Partners versus The Elite. Uh, I would assume that Jericho's Mystery Partners are probably going to be LAX. Probably. Because um, I haven't heard or... Have, I don't know of any other team that could be brought in that could be that huge shocking moment, mm-hmm. a huge revelation that it seems like something like this would warrant. Yeah, which hey. yeah, which I'm kind of surprised they had LAX come out at Me too. Uh, All Out rather than the TV show because that would've been huge. That would be, that would have been a, a buzzworthy makes moment. Makes me so sad they didn't call him the Dead Presidents. I know that's a great name. It is. That was a good time or a good time, good name. Um, so. I don't think anybody, and also I think the bar right now is so high for AEW that if they don't deliver a perfect show, people are going to be like, well, they did this wrong. Mm-hmm. They did this wrong. They could have done this better. Why don't they save LAX for this instead of having debut it all out? And NXT, NXT is like playing with house money right now. <laughs> yeah. Like they can, they, they, if they, as long as they put on a really good show and something buzzworthy happens, in terms of the optics of it, I feel like there's a pretty good chance NXT is going to come out ahead in terms of what people are going to be talking about the next day. That's just what my gut's telling me. W, it's funny, man. WWE's talent pool is just so deep. It's way too deep. It's like they can just throw Walter versus Kushida at you and not even blink. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Like they were able to toss a, a Cardiff at All Out and walk away with the weekend. You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. everybody was talking about Walter versus Tyler. Mm-hmm. They could just do that. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Um, I think that I mentioned this earlier. We don't really know what AEW TV is going to look like. And I think it's going to be a lot of it. It's going to be the newness uh, factor. Um, it's going to be like, okay, well, this is what, regardless of whether it's going to be good or bad, people are going to be talking about it. Mm-hmm. They obviously don't want them to be talking bad about it. Um, so uh, I'm sure it'll look slick. I'm sure it'll look good. 
Uh, I mean, it's going to look like Impact just didn't. Impact look great. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, so I think they'll be fine. Um, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think whatever. If NXT pulls a big surprise, at it, it can't just be like a great match. It has to be like some something crazy happening mm-hmm. that'll get people. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people thought that. Uh, maybe it will just be a good match. A lot of people thought. I mean, if they, if they everybody could, figured Walter versus Tyler Bate was going to be a good match. They didn't think it was going to be that if good. If Adam though. Cole, Matt Riddle can do a Walter Tyler Bate type thing, that's going to get people talking. That's going to get people talking. And I'm sure all the matches on All Elite are, are going to be good. And some of them could be that good. But I'm just telling you, I feel like the expectations for All Elite are so astronomically high. On paper, there's nothing that All Elite has for their first episode that can match up to Riddle versus Cole. Mm-mm. They don't. Cody and Guevara is going to be good. Hangman versus Pac is going to be good. Yeah, that's a chance. That's an opportunity to be really good. The six man's going to be opportunity really to be good. really good. Nothing's going to be Cole Riddle potentially. I mean, you, you, there's even the potential for Candice LeRae versus Shayna. Candice is so good. Mm-hmm. She's so good. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. Anyways, anyways, uh, God, could you imagine? Like, not not taking away anything away from Shayna because I think she's terrific. But if they had put that title on Lo Shirai on Io Shirai mm-hmm. and had her and Candice. Like in a last woman standing match. Are you kidding me? They would tore the that house would down, take the, That would take the night. That yeah. would totally take yep. the night. They just have, they're, they're, they're so stacked. I know. They're so, they're every, well, except for the tag division, every division is stacked there. I mean, that's one thing AEW has, the tag division. Yeah. Surprised or not, they don't have just like a straight up tag match that's like featuring the Young Bucks and like, you know, LAX or. Yeah, I know. Lucha or LAX Bros. versus Lucha Bros. Do you imagine like a, like a like a ladder match with LAX Young Bucks and Lucha Bros for to kick off that first episode that maybe, could have been killer. That'd be it. That'd be something else. They'll do good though. Yeah, they'll, both shows will be great. Uh, next, got a question from Jacksonville's number one, Gion Halili. Hey there, friendos. This is Jacksonville's number one match chatter, Gion Halili, back with another match chat question. This week, I want to know which uh, wrestler or character. I don't know. Uh, can switch between face and heel and do it so organically. Um, where people, when they're a heel, people hate them, and when they're a face, people love them. I think Daniel Bryan is on that list now. Um, I don't know, he's just he's just a great character in general. Uh, but yeah, let me know what you guys think. Um, can't wait for SmackDown on Fox. Too sweet, hearty handshake. Later, guys. Thank you, Guillaume. Thank you, Guillaume. Go ahead. All right, uh, you wrote down a list of a bunch of names that are probably pretty good here. Uh, I'm going to go with what Zack Sabre Jr. Um, I find him much more boring as a face, but he can be totally over as a face. Yeah. Like, people still love him as a face, and when he's a heel, man, it's hard to think of many people who are better than him as a heel. He is, he's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still find him vastly enjoyable when he's a face, heel, whatever it is. Yeah. But I think he's really good. He can switch between two. I mean, when when you took the route that he did, and depending on what show you're on on any given night, you have to be either one or the other. I think that probably helps a lot in in terms of learning how to switch it on or off or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna go with Zach Sabre Jr. You have a good list here, though. Um, I have on here Brock Lesnar, and I know there's people are kind of tired of him being around. It just takes him like two or three weeks of doing really cool stuff, and him not being a jerk, and people will get behind him. Yeah, sure. Um, if he goes out there and is destructive, does cool stuff, because people at the end of the day just want to see wrestlers do cool things. And Heyman is not talking trash. 
he can get over his face quickly. I mean, Guillaume's answer, Daniel Bryan, that's 100% right. That was my, yeah, that was my first as thing. But As soon but, okay. as he started asking, asking that question, my first th- thought, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, but here's the thing. So he's great at switching between characters. But as we've seen, even heel Daniel Bryan, people still really want to yes, love him. Obviously. And they'll still get behind him regardless. Um, in the same vein as Lesnar, Braun Strowman, Braun's uh, heel run after he won by the bank was awful. Uh, that being said, um, I feel like it's it's not that hard for him to switch between being a face and heel. Likewise, Drew McIntyre, we saw him as uh, super over, super face in NXT, oh. and he was awesome. He showed up in, in, on main roster as a, a super heel, equally awesome. You know who I actually think might be number one hmm. uh, in terms of people who don't want to get behind him when he's a bad guy and would love to get behind him when he's a good guy? Kevin Owens. Yeah. Yeah. He's really good as a heel, as like a legit heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's really good as a regular face, too. Um, Drew Gulak. There was a short little time when he was having his dealings with Enzo where he was kind of flirting with face territory. And if he would have won the title at that point, the crowd, what was still left over from SmackDown, would have popped huge. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's just, I think what, especially my, the last three uh, names I have on here, what really uh, gives him the capability to be effortlessly switch from heel to face if that's just good well-defined characters sure yeah although drew is drew gulak just evolves and can change up his character on a moment's notice and be great lastly we haven't necessarily seen him as a face yet but i feel like in like two years when he makes that face move it's going to do wonders for him i'll give him like six months man baron corbin the crowd is starting to get better. yeah when he, especially this past week especially every week it's something different this week when he came out in that game of thrones inspired gear good, man people are like oh that's good. Baron Corbin. I think when he <laughs> he'll he'll have a face turn. I feel like kind of like what Daniel Bryan's doing now. Mm-hmm. It'll just kind of happen over the course of a couple of weeks. Yeah, and he'll just be less of a jerk. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to keep the certain elements of Baron that make him Baron. Oh, of course, he's got to yeah. be full of himself. He's got to be somewhat delusional. He's got to be a bit of a buffoon. Yeah, those things have to stick. He really, around. Ma- he can't be catering to the crowd. No. Yeah, but you just make him slightly less of a jerk. Mm-hmm. Make him win matches clean and not cheat. Yeah. And if you keep the essence of the character the same, the crowd will get behind it. Yeah, I agree totally. Uh, next from Cult of False Realities. What's good, Stephen Larson and all the friendos out there? Cult of False Realities here, back with another Matt Chat question. In my new lovely apartment, yes, I cannot stop stressing about it enough, but back to my Matt Chat question. So we always talk about what male competitors we want to see fight each other for new matchups. My question is, what female talent could we see face each other having four, maybe a five-star match in WWE? You know, we always talk about all these guys matching up Adam Cole and such and such, Daniel Bryan and such and such. But what about Ember Moon and Naomi, uh, Nikki Cross and Sarah Logan? Uh, Sonya and Ronda, different stuff like that. What what five matches could you come up with that could be just amazing, star-studded? Thank you, Cult of False Realities. Thank you, that Cult snazzy of False Realities. That apartment of his. Mm-hmm. That's an awesome thing. Man. Anyways. Uh, okay, there's a list I have. Uh, Io Shirai versus Asuka. Good. Give me that match. Yeah, Gosh, I'm, I want to see, see that. that match now. Uh, Candice versus Candice LeRae versus Oscar. I want to see that match now. Uh, Oscar versus Kyrie Sane. I want to see that match now. Charlotte versus Io Shirai. I want to see that match now. Battle of the Moon Salts. Oh yeah. And then finally, Becky Lynch versus Candice. I'm going to bring this one up. Oscar versus Nikki Cross on main roster. 
The last woman standing match. I want to see you that. You still haven't seen the one in NXT, have you? Nope. I need to put the, I need a couple together. Matches I still haven't seen that I need to. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Give me uh, Candice LeRae versus Ember Moon. That'd be great. I want to see that one. And then Io Shirai versus Lo Shirai. Got to see that match there happen with the little uh, Groucho Marx glasses. Yeah. That's yeah. probably something that's going to be reserved for uh, WWE 2K20, Steve. <laughs> nice. We booked that match. All right, next up, uh, Anthony the Canadian Guy. He has a question from Unnamed Friendo. Hi, Anthony the Canadian Guy, and I'm here with my match at question. I'm at the Edmonton Expo, and I found some friendos, and he's got a question here for you. Ask away. Hey, Stephen Larson, why do you think it is that winning the TNA World Championship means, unless you're AJ Styles, you'll never win an actual WWE Championship? Good question. Thank you, Anthony, and thank you, Frendo. Thank you, Mystery Frendo. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, I, I kind of think, look, man, let's be frank. The title scene is rarefied air. Yeah. Um, the only people I think legitimately who could win the WWE title is, and we've seen win programs. We've seen Bobby, I'm sorry, uh, Samoa Joe. Uh, in a program with AJ Styles where he easily could have won that. I probably should have won the title. I think everybody would love to have seen that. Uh, and then, I mean, Bob Roode won the NXT championship, which is kind of a big deal. Uh, and then for whatever reason, Vince decided to make him smiley, happy guy, which is like the exact opposite of what he should be. So he just got sort of got buried by uh, character. He got buried by his interpretation. He got buried by his song. Yeah, basically. So, uh, so I think I, I totally think it's possible. I just think I mean, you know, if you look at the list of people who've actually won the title, I mean, Jinder Mahal is a weird situation. That's that's odd. Probably should have been somebody else at that time. But uh, you know, AJ Styles. We got Kofi Kingston now. Uh, Who's before AJ? It was Jinder, and then it was AJ beat Jinder Fort. Yeah, and then Jinder beat. Gosh, am I drawing a blank? I don't know. But, like, you had Roman and Brock fighting over it for a while before the Universal title was really a thing. You get over on Raw with the Universal Championship. You had Finn, Seth, Kevin Owens, Goldberg. It's like... Oh, Ginger beat uh, Orton for it. Orton. I mean, exactly. So, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of rare to do that in the first place. And there's only so many people from TNA, really, that could... I mean, yeah, you, yeah, you'd obviously you'd want to do a lot more with EC3, but do you ever see EC3 as like a WWE title guy? Mm-mm. Me neither. Eric Young, not really. Well, you got to talk Drew McIntyre. He's a former uh, TNA champion. Yeah, I mean, he could he could easily be Universal yeah. Champion, easily. Or yeah, WWE I think it's, it just comes down to Vince's whims. If mm-hmm. Vince sees you in a particular role, do you think Vince knows that Drew McIntyre was an Impact Champion? I don't think he knows that. Probably not. I think he knows that about Rude and, and Samoa Joe. Probably works to Drew's favor. Probably, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know how much the, the perception is within the company, or at least in Vince's mind, that he doesn't want to elevate someone that he didn't make in his own company. I think oh. that's kind of a thing of the past to a certain degree, mm-hmm. and, I, and I would hope that the success success that AJ Styles has had within the company and, and what he's managed to do to seemingly impress Vince um, has has extinguished that thought from Vince's mind. Because when you hear from AJ... When he signed with WB, it wasn't like Vince saw championship aspirations with AJ Styles. It was just AJ was so damn impressive. I have, I have no idea the context of the quote because I didn't watch it. But Sean Rossap just posted an interview with Samoa Joe. Or Samoa Joe, the headline is, Vince didn't want me in WWE. I don't really think that has anything to do with his time. I don't even know. I'm legitimately curious 
how much Vince actually cared about TNA. Like when Hogan showed up and they were going to go head to head, do you think Vince thought about it more than a moment? Did they do? They didn't do anything to like counter program, did they? No. I don't think they like stepped up their game. No, it I wasn't doubt just it. like I mean, another. The day. only thing there was like you just don't say TNA on TV. That was it. Yeah, but that's just that's just a longstanding policy of never acknowledging your exactly. And I guess you could say an extension of that is 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 talents, which I again I hope is the thing of the past. Talents who made it huge in these other promotions. You know, we saw it with some of the WCW guys. No, so back in okay, so back when it was WCW, you, you, that you, was way different. You know, when you hear that, like guys like uh, yeah, when they come over, like I mean, even Booker T won. He was in a high profile spot in the WWE. Vince really seemed to like Booker T quite a bit. Um, Not enough for him to beat Triple H, though. No, but that's just Triple H's shenanigans, I think. Um, Scott Steiner, he came in post WCW, and they probably would have done a lot more with him had he been healthy. Able, healthy. Uh, Goldberg, they probably would have done more if Goldberg actually wanted to be there. He really didn't. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know there are other examples. There's examples, and that's what you know. I yeah, I'd read that Jericho was like a champion there Sting, many times over. Sting had said that one of the reasons, I guess, I, either it was from an interview or secondhand. That one of the reasons he didn't want to go to WWE is because he didn't like how some of the WCW guys were treated when they went over there after WCW went out of business. I, yeah, I know, but I kind I I kind of wonder if that's like because he was doing he was like a big Christian at the time, wasn't he? Like was yeah. was that when he was going through his thing? I mean, you look at what Vince is doing. I wonder if that was more like I'm not really sure I want to be part of that culture. That's entirely possible. Or the the culture of creative they had it's over entirely there. Entirely possible. Yeah. yeah, who knows? Um. Anyways, it's all up to Vince's whims. I feel like if if Vince sees you in a particular role, that's the role you're going to be, mm-hmm. unless by some chance or, or or something you impress him to such an extent, you get the crowd behind you to such an extent that he that, he, that his hand is essentially forced. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what happened with AJ. Is is Vince put him in a program with Roman early on? Uh, he put on he brought out some awesome matches with Roman Reigns. He probably had at that point the best matches Roman had. And I'm sure that opened Vince's eyes. Mm-hmm. This guy's got a hell of a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. We can do a lot with him. And that's probably Plus, Heyman was a big fan of AJ. And Heyman yeah. was around at the time. He probably got in Vince's ear. Who knows? And I'm sure that's what really kickstarted AJ's push up to being a mm-hmm. world title. But, you know, he was brought in. Vince, like, just says, I want you to be my pit bull. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know? So, so if, if, if Vince sees money in you as champion, he'll put the belt on you. Yeah. If he doesn't, he probably won't. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Next, Joshua the the, the, the dynamic Knight Martinez. I was going to say Josh Martinez for now. Yeah, text question time. Oh, text question. With David Benoit, of course, Chris Benoit's son, wanting to be a part of a wrestling company, where should he go? And should he stay? Should they stay away from the Benoit name? How does that company, most likely AEW, according to Joshua, how would they handle it? Um, I'll go first. All right. No, I go went ahead. first go last ahead. time. You go first. Okay. No, it's, it's, I feel like it's got to be AEW. Um, for no other reason than if they have a lot of people there who probably knew his dad. Sure, of course. You know, you got Arn. Yeah, you, you got, got the horse, yeah. you got the horseman. Um, 
I, you know, it's entirely possible. Dustin, Dustin, Dustin maybe even Cody. Probably. Yeah, for uh, sure. Um, Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. Like his best friend. Yeah. Um, in that sense, it would make a ton of sense. Um, it just feels like a situation where you can't run away from every, from all, you know, the, what his dad did. You got to confront it more than anything else. You got to let, give David an opportunity to make a name for himself, to separate himself from the family name. I don't think you lose the Benoit name. You keep it. Um, but based on his performance, his, uh, connection with the crowd, give him an opportunity. We said this on the previous thing that uh, he should not be punished for the sins of his father. Nope. Um, and uh, he, if if he wants to pursue an, a career in pro wrestling and he has something that he can genuinely offer any of these companies, um, it would be a serious bummer if he was denied that opportunity just simply because of his last name. Here's the thing. The dude looks a lot like Chris Benoit. Yeah. And so merely changing his name ain't going to do nothing. Mm-mm. You know who he is. If you put him under a mask, you know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, my suggestion would be this. Eventually he would land in AEW, but before that... Yeah, because there's another aspect to it, and that is if he hasn't proven himself in the ring that he's ring worthy, that he's ring ready, yeah, yeah. then a lot of people are gonna be like, "Oh, they're j-, which could result in people thinking that it's exploitative." Yeah, it can backfire. Huge. Oh, they're just bringing him in because of his name, because of his name, and they're gonna try to make a, a redemption story out of it. My suggestion would be this: uh, go to New Japan as a young lion. Because that is truly working your way up from the bottom through the ranks. Um, I mean, if you, look, if he has any, if 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 he's good enough to get into the young lion program, rather, um, then join New Japan as a pro as a, as a young lion. Because then you're paying your dues publicly. Um, you're learning from the best, so everybody knows. Okay, well, if he gets through this, he's going to be legit. Um, on top of that, New Japan, granted, they obviously have a, you know, a heavier U.S. presence now than they did five years ago. But there is still like you get little bits and pieces of them because it's not like, you, it's not like young lions have all that much exposure. You get like little bits and pieces of them. You hear here and there, oh, wow, yeah, he's really good. He's, he's carrying on his dad's legacy. And then when he's gone through that and he spent a little bit of time in New Japan, and granted, if you go on the Young Lions program, I don't know, I don't know how long they actually sign you for. Three years or something like that. Three years, three year and program, then who knows how long they have rights to you after that. I don't know. Um, and so when he spent some time doing all that stuff, I mean, I honestly don't know what the perception of that would be to the New Japan crowd. I don't know what they think about that either. stuff. I don't know either. Um, so if all that goes well, then you know AEW would definitely be the place to be because of everything you just said. But if he pays his dues first, going through all that, I think that's probably the best way to go mm. if he wants to be a part of it. You know, a lot of people ask, well, is there a way to honor the career of Chris Benoit with that separating the man from what he did in his career? And I, I can't think of a better way than to to accept his son on the basis of what David could do. Yeah. Um, what his dad did. Exactly. And so, uh, so yeah, I think it's definitely possible. I think there's totally a legitimate path there. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and then if he's able to establish himself as a big enough name in AEW, you know, if he, if it's possible in WWE might be open to bring him into NXT, um, that would be kind of a curiosity though, because, Obviously, that's the company where he was, mm-hmm. and when all that stuff happened, mm-hmm. that because that would force WWE 
to do something they probably don't want to do, and that's Which acknowledges that. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. There might be a limit to to how far up he can get in terms of, you know, having a WrestleMania moment, for example. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I, know either. I don't know either. I suspect though. Yeah. Next up, the howdly doodly champ uh, has a question, but this time it comes from Dan of Dragon Worms of Djibouti. Uh, he says, if you were stuck in Saturday detention in high school with wrestlers, yes. you hate. Like the Breakfast Club, yes. A la the Breakfast Club, who would you bond with and why? First of all, let's clarify, I don't hate. I don't hate anybody. Any wrestlers. Anybody. Hate's yeah. a strong word. Yes. However, they're obviously. There's uh, wrestlers you're not a fan of. There's wrestlers that I'm like, I see in the TV, I'm like, oh, I don't need to see this guy. Matt Taven. Yeah. Uh, Yoshihashi. Yeah. Taguchi. I'll be honest, John Morrison, I wish he'd freshen up that gimmick of his. Yes, obviously. I think he's a terrific in-ring competitor, mm-hmm. but man, you got to freshen up that gimmick. Yeah. Uh, and then I've got, oh, of course, Juice Robinson. I'm going to throw Heavy Machinery in there as well. Who do you got? What about Dolph? You can keep Dolph in there? No, nah, I like Dolph. All right. Uh, Zack Ryder, never really been into his work. Oh, he seems like such a nice guy. Though. Oh, he does seem like a nice guy. Uh, Michael Elgin. Oh, wow. Uh, Lars Sullivan. Oh, yeah. Um, David Finley. Oh, I like David Finley. I don't mind him. It's like, I don't know. It doesn't really get into his work. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then Matt Taven, of course. Um, and then, yeah, the second part of that is, is who would you bond with and why? I'd probably bond with Zack Ryder. He seemed like a decent dude. I could see you and Ryder hanging out. Sure. Yeah. yeah. We've met his uh, fiance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chelsea Green. She's tons of fun. Oh, she's fantastic. I'm going to say the guy that I would probably end up bonding with is... Ah, probably Juice. Mm-hmm. You know who's a big Juice fan? Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. And I think Kevin Owens and I would get along swimmingly. So if he gets along with Juice, I think I'd get along with Juice. All right. All right. So probably Juice Robinson. He's probably less annoying when he's not a wrestler. Oh, probably. <laughs> uh, Louis Ariza. It's our final text question. Hey, Steven Larson. So you're getting two questions for the price of one. My first question comes by way of Blake Elizondo from the Friendoverse and is... You come across a genie that will grant you one wrestling-related wish. What is each of your wishes? And explain how the other's wish would, would go t- terribly wrong. Oh, no. Second question uh, comes from basically everybody else in the friend of verse. Oh, God. And a lot of your five-year anniversary. Congrats, by the way. I'd like to revisit an old topic to see if your views have changed. So that being said. Pre-cum, yay or nay? Let's get, get this out of let's the way. Let's do that one. Come on, man. Let's get that out of the way. Can I get a yay for pre-cum? It's, it's above a yay or nay question. It's a biological necessity. So that's a yay from you. Can you just say yay now? Just say yay. Just say yay if you think it's a, it's a necessity. My so, position on it is well known. I just restated it, and that's all I'm going to say about something it. Something that is a necessity is a yay, so just it's say. It's above opinion. Yay. It's above opinion. Well, okay. It's a necessity. Is, this, is two plus two four? That's a fact, yes. Yes. So if you're saying pre-cum is a necessity, it's a fact, just say yes. My position is well known on it. Oh my God, you're so irritating. All right, man. My, uh, well, I'm always a yay because it's a fact. Uh, going back to the other question, uh, one wrestling related wish, mine would be uh, that Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit got the help they needed and they didn't die and, in one case, take people with him. That's mine. How would that go wrong now, Larson? That's part of the question. I don't know. No. I mean, if they get the help they they needed and 
lived healthy, fulfilling lives. This is an easy answer. And brought tons of joy and happiness to people. What? This is an easy answer how that can go wrong. What? Butterfly effect, man. We don't uh, know how that would affect you and I. Yeah, this I guess business of ours. I don't know how that It could work. be even uh, more popular than it is now, thanks to the, the immense charisma of Eddie Guerrero. Could and go the incredible down the, wrestling maybe, ability of Chris maybe Benoit. Maybe something we said about Benoit or Guerrero and their circumstances, we didn't know. Maybe that led us to the promised land where we are today. Maybe. Probably not. I don't know. Uh, kind of wish WCW hadn't like started really sucking hard and got went out of business. Ooh. Imagine through the uh, the entirety of the aughts, there was another company running opposite WWE mm-hmm. um, that was successful and had a TV deal. That'd been pretty neat. Yeah. On the other hand, I'll tell you how that can go wrong. I can go wrong a million different ways. Yeah. What if WCW uh, ended up buying WWF and then they started going really bad? That could have been bad. And it just all fell apart and pro wrestling would not exist today. And we wouldn't be in this job. Be working at Target. Exactly. That sounds miserable. Unless you like working at Target, in which case it's good for you. I I like coffee. Maybe making coffee for people's fun. I don't know. I like. I mean, I see a lot of Target employees just roaming around Target. They don't really seem to be doing much. They just sort of roam around. Sometimes they have some shirts with them. Hey, you never worked retail, so part of the. I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't. When did you work retail? Oh, Kinkos. Well, no, man. Before that, my high school job. I worked at Sears in an were, engraving shop. Yeah, you were engraving things, though. I sold all sorts of stuff. Fine. It you was did. like a thing. What do you mean, fine? I totally did. Did you have to stack, stack like, do yes! stockings? Yes! Right. I had to do stocking inventory, all that corrected. stuff. I stand corrected. Oh, my. You think a guy knows you. Wow. And I had to stock paper at Kinko's, too. I admit that's less retail. But, yeah, I had to do all that stuff. You all can't right. even get out of here with that. Anyways, part, a lot of part of work, do work in retail is acting like you're doing something where you're doing nothing. I know what retail is, and I know I did that for a long time because at one point at Sears, they were going through a big um, construction overhaul thing of the floor that I was on. My store, my kiosk, whatever it's called, was buried like way in the back. You had to go down these weird yeah. hallways that really seemed like they were for employees only. I would sit back there for hours with literally no customers. I'm like, oh, and weren't you getting high school credit for that? Oh, it was great. I got to I got to not take two periods. What? You're going to give me crap for taking advantage of an opportunity? Are you serious right now? Oh, my goodness. You know what? You, you, you go straight to hell. Anyways, thanks, everybody, for sending your Matt Chat questions. We appreciate it. If you want to get involved in Matt Chat, all you got to do is go to patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, put down 20 bucks, and boom, you got your Matt Chat questions on the air. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Didn't work retail. I'm looking at a job uh, description for uh, being a YouTube content creator. Oh, no. (laughs) What is that? You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, 
Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.